Dubar Perket Mishnah Gimel. Our Mishnah is a continuation of the last Mishnah, where we learned the following Machloket. We learned that if you had Mitaltalin, Chachamim, okay, in the hands of the Yitomim, once Yitomim inherit Mitaltalin, it's Lo Mishtabde. Then nobody can come and claim it that they were owed the money first. But if it was in the hands of a third party, Rabbi Tavrot said, You can take it from a third party, uh, and, a, and a debtor can take that money. And Rabbi Kiva said, no, the money, any mitaltalim belongs to the Yitomi. But Karkaut, everyone agreed, land was mishtabde. So that's what we're going to chart. So now Rabbi is going to say, that's very fine and good if money is in the hands of a third party Bob. What happens if it's Perot? We had this before. What happens if we have Perot Tulushim? Nobody claimed it. It was just, you know, fruit that was left on the ground. Says the Mishnah, Perot Tulushim. The father left Perot Tulushim, disconnected, picked fruit, Minakarka, from the ground. This is Rabbi Tarfan's position. Whoever gets there first, gets there first. Okay? Because, if the Yarshim come take it, then they get it, and nobody can take it. That's exactly the line that we just said in the last Mishnah. What a coincidence. Okay? But, if the wife or the debtor comes and takes it, Zachahu. The Rabbi Tarfon says, you can grab it. Tfisa means grabbing it. You grab it before the Yatomim get it, then you get it. Okay, that's great. Zacha Zachta isha So what happens if the woman takes more fruit than the value of her tuba? She takes extra. Or or the debtor takes more fruit than he's really owed. So now they're holding, okay? The woman is now holding the fruit. And now the mob is owed money, but she's got more fruit than she deserved. So what do you do with the extra? So it's interesting. Then she just becomes a third party. Hamotar, what do you do with the extra? Just like the last Mishnah. Rabbi Tarfon Omer, Rabbi Tarfon says, So that extra money is like the exact same case as the last Mishnah. You give it to the koshel, the weakest. Same thing based on, based on uh, whoever the weakest is, according to, uh, in this case, if the woman has it, and uh, then you give it to the latest contract, the guy who signed, who, has, who owes, owed the last, because he is the weakest to claim. Rabbi Akiva Omer, just like we said the last time, Metaldu doesn't work. It's very nice. You want to feel bad for the woman. You want to feel bad for the person who owed money. But we don't have compassion. This is Din. This is Yerusha. And you, the fruits, they go to the inheritors. Just like we learned in the last Mishnah. Okay, Everybody has to make, take an oath except the Yorshim. As soon as Avram dies, these fruits automatically belong. They don't have to grab them. They belong to the Yorshim. Sarah and the Milva want, they can't grab them. They want, they want to get paid. They have to go back and get it from Karkaot. Now, let's look at the Bartinur for one second. He says, Vihaidna. Nowadays, even though the Mishnah has these halachot, Nagei b'chol batei dinim shi Yisrael, in all beitin in Yisrael, de metaltele diyatmi mishabdei l'balchot. That they do consider metaltelein a movable property, a car, an RV, bank accounts, they are mishubad the balchop. If a person is owed money and the debtor dies leaving money to his children, he dies and leaves and leaves property. Whoever comes gets comes first, gets first, whether it's balchov, this one or that balchov, Whoever comes first and makes a claim, if they're really owed, they get paid first, which means there's a stampede, theoretically, to the Beitin. We'll stop here and dedicate our learning, as we always do, to the memory of my father.
and I've sent him a Yitzhak Talmud. Have a good day.